Hi, 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 bitches. The basic report is back. Sorry I took a week off. I was waiting for my mic to come in, and I still haven't decided what day I'll release new episodes. It'll be a surprise. Also wanted to say that I'm now on both SoundCloud and iTunes, and P.S. got an E for explicit on iTunes. Woohoo. So you can access this podcast either on soundcloud.com slash thebasicreport or if you have an iPhone, you can just go into the podcast app already on your phone and search The Basic Report and subscribe from there. Okay, let's stop fucking around and do this. Let's start off with a Basic Report fact. This one is from factslides.com, so it's me, legit. It says women spend nearly one year of their lives deciding what to wear. To be honest, I don't really have anything to say about that. <laughs> On to TV shows. I finally caught up and watched the first two episodes of Designated Survivor. It's on ABC on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. That's central time. I give it a wait and see. I like the whole idea of it. It's the one where, so every year during the State of the Union address, the government takes one cabinet member and puts them in a secret location just in case something were to happen then they would be the quote designated survivor and become president of the united states in case the capital got attacked so and this show that happens and the cabinet member becomes the president and he was actually supposed to get like fired the day before and i don't know it's pretty interesting um and i love Kiefer sutherland who's the main actor so i have high hopes but they need to do more i'm hoping they're just setting things up for future episodes but it's been a little slow-ish um but I'm still gonna watch and give it a shot now as for my favorite show this is us the second episode was really good they did another huge shocker at the very end of the episode just like last time I'm seriously obsessed with the show you guys need to go watch it unfortunately there's not a new episode this week but it'll be back next Tuesday, October 11th. So you all have time to watch the first two and catch up. And also, I'm still liking Survivor. (laughs) Don't judge. All right, now I'm going to go into my dating segment again. I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer about last time, about my whole ghosting rant. It made it seem like I was recovering from a traumatic ghosting experience, which was not the case. Just wanted to let that be known. So for my dating story this time, I caught up with one of my friends last week and I'm not going to use her name, but she gave me permission to use this story. So I was talking to her. She started dating this guy probably back in like March or April. So it's, it's been a few months. Um, probably six months, and they broke up a few weeks ago, and I had never gotten the story, so I finally caught up with her, and I was like, hey, what happened with that? So get this, she, he broke up with her, and she was just like, okay, whatever, she wasn't too heartbroken over it, I mean, she wasn't that attached, she also just doesn't get attached to people, but, um, and so she thought things were, like, fine, um, she had a party at her house, like a week or two later and he came because they all have mutual friends and she said it was like fine but he was like hammered and asked to use her computer because he like lost his phone and wanted to track it or some shit and she was like yeah okay whatever 
So then a few days later, she got on her computer and went to Gmail and his was still logged in. And I guess he has a droid phone. I don't really understand it, but all his stuff was on his Gmail, like on his drive. So naturally she went through it, literally found out he was a completely different person. She, he had all these videos and pictures of him like hooking up with married couples, doing freaky S&M shit. I mean, it was graphic and there were timestamps on all of it and it was all during their relationship. So she had no idea. He also had this long G-chat going since April with some girl that basically he had also been dating the entire time, but he made her do some like kinky shit and well, I don't even want to say this, but she was bitching to him about her how her asshole was ripped open so bad that she'd go to the doctor fucked up seriously if you knew this guy he is the most normal look he's like a pothead you would never think he would be into that I don't know I mean this is the midwest people and I asked her if he ever pressured her to do that kind of shit and she said no he never even mentioned it um so she had to go get an std test obviously I haven't gotten an update on that. I'm sure she's fine because she had just gotten one in July. But um, I asked if she was going to confront him with all the ammunition she has on him. And she said only if she does end up having an STD, she's going to threaten to send all the pictures and videos to his mom if he doesn't notify all the parties involved. So, fuck yeah. Go her. Love her. Hey, girl. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't worry. I didn't say your name. But yeah, so this just goes to show that you you could date someone for six months and seriously not know what is in their closet, their skeletons in their closet. I mean, wow, you think you know someone. So, I mean, I guess go through your boyfriend's phones, ladies, because you never know. Now, on to some news. Facebook's doing some interesting things right now. They're adding this thing called Marketplace. They're trying to take on Craigslist and eBay, basically. And they also released something called Messenger Day, which is supposed to be similar to Snapchat stories. So now we have Snap Stories, Insta Stories, and Messenger Day. And this is bullshit. Just saying. I can't keep up. I Insta Stories is kind of stupid. I just did one last week and whatever. I love Snapchat, though. So, I don't see myself regularly using other ones. Now, on to celeb gossip. I'm sure you all heard, but Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in her hotel in Paris. And it's it's actually terrifying. Um, I feel bad for her. She legitimately thought she was going to die. I'm pretty sure she was tied up and bound and um, had to... And they left. They stole... What, like a $4 million ring? And I read something that said a jewelry box worth $4 million. So I'm guessing there was just a ton of jewelry in it and not the actual box. I forgot what source that was. They're stupid. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Glad I'm not in the public eye. 
So, I've also been hearing constant rumors of Rob and China breaking up, which just cracks me up. I don't know if you all have watched their show, but it's ridiculous. Um, so I looked to, I just looked at Black China's Facebook page, just to, I don't know, I don't think they're broken up, but whatever, I don't even care about that. Point is, on her Facebook page, she is selling t-shirts that say, on the front, are you still texting bitches, question mark, and on the back, yes or no, question mark. I think that's hysterical. I put the link in, or I'm going to put the link in the info for this episode because whatever, I just love it. So let's move on to drink of the week. This week is a caramel apple sangria, and I made this last year during the fall, and it was such a hit. Um, It involves caramel-flavored vodka, apple cider, wine, and apples, and it's super quick to make. Um, I'm going to try to put the link, once again, in the bio for this episode, but it's from thewholesomedish.com. And, yeah, so I made this last year, and (laughs) I had to put it, like, in a bowl, so it was just all these apple pieces floating around in it. And we didn't get to finish it during our pregame. We only had a little bit. So then when we got back at the end of the night, it was like a huge group of us. And we just started like drinking out of the bowl with our mouths. And then we were just eating the apples that were soaked and we got even more fucked up. So it it's really good. Um, definitely recommend that. Now my most basic bitch of the week is my friend Amy because... She had a cat-themed bridal shower thrown for her, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and it was the cutest thing ever. Um, There was a whole area, the area with drinks was called Kitty Cocktail, K-I-T-T-Y, so cute. Everyone had cat ears. The area with all the food had a sign that said Fancy Feast, and they had a really cool photo booth area that they just set up they made their own backdrop and it was beautiful um and then they did just an ipad and they had it just on like a stand and they had this cool app i forgot what it's called but yeah it was really fun um but there was cat things everywhere and it was just adorable and so basic you go girl my least basic bitch of the week is Lindsay lowen because she lost half of her finger recently in a boating incident. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. And it was the top half of the finger. But luckily she found the missing piece and I guess she's having surgery to get it put back on. So good luck with that girl. But missing half your finger just is not basic. So that's why you're least basic bitch of the week. And I think it's also funny that I'm bringing up Lindsay Lohan because it's October 3rd. And if I have to explain what that means, then once again, stop listening. So for my Instagram spotlight of the week, I'm sure you all know about R.M. Drake. He's an author. My friend introduced me to him this summer, and I love his stuff. But for a lesser-known author, I found Armin Anderson. That's A-R-M-O-N-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. And his quotes are just, they're real, and they're they are just uplifting, and I like his captions too. He calls his followers tribe, and he speaks directly to them, and they just really get your day going. He's not as big as R.M. Drake, but I think he's, 
I see a lot of potential, so everyone should go follow him. I'll try to stick his Insta handle in this bio as well, but don't count on it. So I decided to nix the horoscope segment for now, and instead I'm going to challenge you all to a physical task each week since I've been lazy AF, and even when I'm unemployed, it's hard to find time to exercise. Oh, yeah, update. Still unemployed. Whatever. But this week, I'm going to challenge you all to, one, take the stairs instead of the elevator everywhere you go. And when you go to work or to the store, I challenge you to park at the far end of the parking lot so that you have to walk further. So let's all give that a shot this week. Why not? Now for my book, movie, or recipe review. Still reading Game of Thrones and still haven't been to the movie theater, but I thought I'd share one of my favorite chicken recipes because it's so easy and if I can do it, then anyone can do it. And it's honey garlic chicken. It's really good. I have no idea if it's healthy, so that's why you need to park far from work. But it's from damndelicious.net and once again, I'll try to put the link in the bio. Now for fashion trends. I was talking to my friend Gretchen the other week and she suggested telling everyone that off the shoulders really in, which I totally agree with. I got this romper recently that was off the shoulder and I got so many compliments on it. So off the shoulders vary in tops, rompers, probably leotards like I talked about last time. And also I've, I've seen that floral is so in, which I feel like by yourself a floral dress is so cute. But when it's a whole group of girls and they're all in different florals, it just looks kind of annoying in pictures, but that's just me. And I feel like loose fitting is in, like loose fitting dresses and rompers and tops. That's just what, you know, I'm seeing. Um, I wanted also to let share with everyone one of my favorite online stores for kind of bohemian type stuff, especially with this loose fitting stuff. It's spool72.com, S-P-O-O-L-72.com. I've been using them for years. Sometimes I will say the sizing is a little whack, so be careful, and I, their exchanges are kind of shitty, but I've gotten some really cute stuff there. Now, onto my bitch sesh segment. I'd like to address an issue I've been observing lately, and it's non-supportive friends. Ladies, being a basic bitch doesn't mean you're an actual bitch to people or mean to your friends. If your bestie accomplished something, no matter how big or small, and she shares it with you, you must act excited for her. It's your job. We need to be uplifting each other instead of competing with one another. I'm very fortunate that my two best friends from college are the most encouraging and supportive friends that I could ask for. But I realize not everyone is so lucky to have that. And the worst are jealous friends. Such as when someone doesn't have a boyfriend or a good job and then becomes legit mad at their friend's happiness when they, you know, get engaged or get a promotion. That's crazy to me. Just because you're unhappy with an aspect of your life doesn't mean your friends don't deserve success in that area. It's just something I've noticed in general, especially this year, because I had quite a few big moments. I know because I'm unemployed, it doesn't seem like it. But I graduated law school and I passed the bar exam this year. 
And it was extremely eye-opening to see which of my friends were genuinely excited for me and which ones didn't even acknowledge it. But I should add a caveat that so many of my friends were amazing and celebrating with me and being happy for me, sending me good luck vibes before the test. So shout out to you all. You know who you are. But to all you listeners who have best friends and a girl squad, I urge you to make it a point to make your friends feel even more special during their exciting moments. A little goes the longest way. Even just sending a congrats card in the mail or an excited text can help someone drastically. Let's stop viewing other people's success as our own failure and instead see it as motivation and inspiration to work harder and improve ourselves. Okay, I swear I'm done being preachy. I'm going to end with a feel-good story. This is out of Baltimore. I've seen it on a few different posts, but an elementary school got rid of their detention program and they replaced it with this colorful room that allowed the students to meditate and it helped de-stress the kids, helped them focus on their breathing, and it's had amazing results. The school had zero suspensions last year and I'm no education expert. And I feel like some kids do still need structure and, you know, reasonable punishments. But anything that calms kids down and prevents suspensions sounds incredible. I don't know. Not allowing kids to be in school as a punishment, I feel like, only creates more problems. So that's awesome to hear, and it just seemed really cool. Uh, that's all for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a good basic week.